Welcome to GW Hospital HealthCast. My name is Dr. Mike Smith, and the topic today is ACL tears and repairs. My guest is Dr. Rajiv Pandarenath. Dr. Pandarenath is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon and a member of the medical staff at the George Washington University. Dr. Pandarenath, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Why don't we start off with a little bit of an anatomy lesson? How's that? And maybe you can um, sure. kind of go through the anatomy of the knee and some of the, the ligaments there. Okay. Well, um, so the knee really has uh, three bones. So your your thigh bone or your femur, your shin bone or your tibia, and then the, the smaller bone on the outside or your fibula. And... Um, you have four major ligaments in the knee, two on the outside. Those are called your collateral ligaments, medial and lateral collateral ligaments. And then there's two in the center of your knee, the uh, ACL and the PCL. And the ACL stands for anterior cruciate ligament, and the PCL stands for posterior cruciate ligament. And so uh, the ACL is one of the most commonly injured ligaments in the knee, um, and that goes basically from... Uh, the front of your shin bone or your tibia uh, into the uh, into the thigh bone. Why is the ACL the one that seems to get torn mostly? Well, it it happens with a uh, rotational injury to the knee. So the ACL is a ligament that's really important when you're doing things like cutting or pivoting um, or changing direction all of a sudden, and that's why we see it a lot in sports. Um, because people will be uh, trying to go around someone or jumping up and landing awkwardly, and then they'll have a rotational injury to their knee. Um, hmm. And so when you tear the ACL, really what's happening is the thigh bone and the shin bone are kind of uh, rotating in an abnormal way relative to each other, and that causes a tearing of the ligament. Um, and people usually feel like uh, a pop, uh, at the time of the injury, and then the the knee becomes swollen and difficult to stand on. So you mentioned athletes before. Who else is at risk for this type of tear? Well, this could happen with any kind of knee injury. One of the com- most common things we see are people who are out on the ski slopes, and they have an injury where the binding doesn't come off, and since their foot is in a ski boot, it, the whole ski kind of rotates the foot around, and then the knee is it feels a lot of that stress, and then the ACL is torn. And these aren't necessarily people that are world-class skiers. It could be somebody on the bunny slope or somebody skiing for the first time, and it could be someone who's skied, you know, many years. It's just, it's just um, uh, an, an unlucky injury that can happen while you're right. skiing. Um, it also happens in multiple other sports, but then we see it in patients who have um, just an injury to their knees. So maybe they get, uh, you know, in an accident where they're hit by a car or, or something like that as well. Right. Does age have anything to do with this? Or am I, you know, as we get into our 40s and 50s, are we more prone to an ACL tear or does it just happen across all ages? It happens across all ages, but generally speaking, the most common time to tear the ACL is is from when you're a teenager till you're about mid thirties or forty. But now that people are really playing uh recreational sports even at forty and fifty and now sixty, 
uh, we're seeing it uh, in a much larger age range. Now, when we say ACL tear, so is that like the worst case scenario or is it more of like a spectrum where maybe the ACL gets a little torn or swollen or twisted? I mean, can you kind of run us through what what are the phases or stages of of a true injury to the ACL? So in a true injury to the ACL, the the ligament is severed. So it actually is not continuous along the ligament. And it can happen in the middle of the ligament. It could happen on the attachment to one or the other bone. Um, and then there's a, there's a blood vessel that runs right in the middle of the ligament. So when it tears, that blood vessel also tears. And then what happens is the, the knee swells uh, and fills with blood until the point where the pressure in the knee is so great that it stops bleeding. And so that's why when people tear their ACLs, they have so much swelling. And the swelling is really mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why it's difficult to uh, walk on it or stand on it for long periods of time. And often after the first few days to sometimes even two or three weeks, uh, the knee is still swollen and, uh, and a little painful. Right. And that's what I think is interesting that other people don't maybe understand that this is actually a tear. It's it's severed um and it's a it's a serious injury as you mentioned with with a lot of that swelling. What what are some of the things that you like to teach for prevention of an ACL tear? Well, there's a lot of research on ACL prevention and we're constantly trying to figure out what we can do um to prevent ACL injuries. There's been a lot of theories in the past about how to how to prevent them. Um, really, uh, it's difficult because a lot of the times when you tear your ACL, you're doing something where you're not thinking about what your knee's doing. You're just kind of naturally doing it. And so jumping and landing is something that comes to us naturally. Most of us don't have anyone that taught us how to jump and land. But there actually are programs where um, you can work with someone like an athletic trainer or a physical therapist, and they go over some mechanics for jumping and landing. And we've tried this in some of our higher risk population. So like uh, high school girls, uh, soccer teams are, are kind of a hot spot for, for ACL injuries. And so uh, they've tried these programs on, on some of these groups of people and they've seen uh, some decrease in the rate of injury. But really a lot of ACL injuries are not completely preventable because if you're not thinking about how you're jumping and landing at the moment, even if you've done some training, you may still just react the way your body naturally reacts to to the uh, to the motion. So when you have an ACL tear, somebody has all that swelling, they're in a lot of pain. They come on into the emergency room. I'm sure in many cases that's how people present. What's what's the workup and and traditionally how how we're we treating ACL tears? So initially, people if they come into the ER, they'll basically make sure that there's nothing broken because oftentimes because you can't stand on it they want to make sure that it's not a broken bone that needs to be fixed immediately the next step is to see uh, an orthopedic surgeon um, and usually it's someone who specializes in sports medicine and then we'll evaluate the knee there's a couple of different tests we do to test the integrity of various ligaments in the knee and if we feel like the ACL or perhaps one of the other ligaments is injured in the knee, we'll often get an MRI to to look at that ligament and also to see if uh, anything else has been injured because oftentimes it's it's obvious that the ACL is torn, but then you want to see if anything else in the knee has been injured at the same time. 
And once you've decided that there's truly an ACL tear, so what's the current treatment? Is are there where do you think is there's room for improvement in treatment, and how are the outcomes? Well, so the there's different treatments, and the first thing I I like to do is kind of sit down with the patient and try to figure out what their goals are. If you're someone who um, in terms of athletic activity is mainly doing uh, cardio type things like riding a bike or running or the elliptical, a lot of times you can rehab the knee, strengthen the uh, muscles in your knee, and then you don't really have any symptoms of instability with that. On the other hand, if you're trying to return to a sport or something where you're changing direction all the time, you really often feel that uh, ACL uh, being absent, and then uh, a surgery a surgery would be recommended uh, because if you're having repeated instability events, you can do further damage to the knee. You can injure your cartilage more or your meniscus. And currently, the main the mainstay of surgical treatment uh, is to uh, look inside the knee with a camera and replace that torn ACL with a tendon that either comes from the person's own body or a cadaver or a person that's passed away. And that is held in place with either screws or buttons or there's various various things we do to fix the fix the ligament while it heals. And then there's a lot of physical therapy afterwards for several months while the knee is recovering from the surgery. And and when that kind of surgery has to be done, you know, replacing the ligament essentially, how do people do? Let's say six months, a year down the line, are they able to to kind of get back to the, the normal range of motion with the knee? Yeah, you know, it's such a simple question, but it's actually it's actually a complicated answer. So a lot of people, most people do really well is the short answer. So about 80% of people after an ACL reconstruction are able to get back to the sport that they wanted to play and at the level that they wanted to play it. But then when we break down the other 20%, it's a little bit uh, complicated about why they uh, didn't get back. And actually, a large part of that is confidence and and fear of re-injury because, you know, if you go through the surgery and the months of physical therapy, the last thing you want to do is do that again. And so people right. are often um, fearful about going back to sports or unsure about whether their knee is going to feel stable. Um so I think I think the surgery actually is is very good at restoring the stability of the knee, but the reasons for not returning are often complex. Gotcha. Yeah. So in summary, what would you like people to know about ACL tears? Well, I think it's a really common injury. Um, you know, as a as a sports medicine specialist, it's something that I see um, oftentimes multiple times a day. And you know, the main thing is that. Uh, if you have an injury to your knee where there's a lot of swelling and difficulty bearing weight, I think the key is that you get it checked out. Oftentimes with an ACL tear, people um, don't want to go see a doctor. And after a few weeks, uh, the knee actually recovers, and then they, but then they uh, can go out and play a, a sport again and then, and then have another injury to the knee, which makes it worse. So it's better if you have significant swelling in the knee and difficulty walking to just get it checked out, even if it's already starting to feel a little bit better. Make sure there's no major injury that's compromising the stability of your knee, and then and then go back to your activities. 
Gotcha. So, Dr. Panarena, thank you so much for the work that you're doing at GW Hospital. Thank you for coming on the show. You're listening to GW Hospital HealthCast with the George Washington University Hospital. For more information, you go to gwhospital.com. That's gwhospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of the George Washington University Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.